3: Oh, okay, now I'm unmuted. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'm on the air. This is
0: Lorenzo Elvis-Murphy live, calling from Los Angeles, California. Sorry for the delay. We had a little issue with the uh, with the technology. Now we're here. Tonight is going to be a powerful night. We're going to talk about some major, major issues, something that i always been wanting to talk about. And the reason why I want to talk about this subject and have this person come on the line tonight is because they're very... Knowledgeable about things on uh, what I need to understand, taught me a lot about what to understand about women, and, and just helped me guide myself through a lot of issues I had. Uh, and I just really trust this person. I think they can come on this line tonight and really uh, uplift uh, the women and, and maybe really educate some of the men that might be on the line tonight. Um, like I said, I've just been here really taking care of my mother for the last. Um, six years, and I just actually noticed a lot of different things, you know, what I just noticed. I never would have know, known that, you know, um, how stressful it is to raise kids as a mother, how to carry kids for nine months, um, dealing with different men and baby fathers and stuff. It puts a big strain on women. I mean, that, just, I mean, it, it's really by me sitting here taking, like I said, taking care of my moms now and seeing her every day. Uh she might not look at like it, but she's being paid twenty four hours a day i mean twenty four hours a day and I know it's from working all them jobs and and you know trying to please her man and, and making sure her kids get to school on time and clothe them and bathe them and cooking and cleaning and you know that wears you know uh I see that it wears women out you know my mother's a good mother, and i I'm knowing every other mother out there are good mothers who the best of they knowledge but what they know how to be mothers for. Uh, like I said, this is a very important issue tonight for me, because I am sitting here every day taking care of my mother. My mother used to be five foot eight and a half. now my mother is five foot five, and I'm like, "You know what? I need to talk about this not It's not an issue, and it's not a problem. This is an uplifting conversation tonight to empower men and women of all races because we all need a fixing. Everybody has a mental problem. Everybody has a mental problem. Some way, somehow, some cause, some reason. And the person who's going to speak tonight, she's going to explain a lot of things. She's going to talk about her journey, where she's from, what she's doing. And I just want you to hear her out. We will have an open forum. We'll have an opportunity to uh, uh, respond back to her. Um, Her name is Tiffany Rochelle. Tiffany Rochelle, are you on the line?
4: I'm here. I'm here, Lorenzo.
0: All right. First, I need to do this first before I get started with you, Tiff. This is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Compton Politics. Your host tonight is Lorenzo Ellis Murphy. The guest tonight is Tiffany Rochelle, life coach, entrepreneur motivator, innovator. She's about the business. And, uh, you know, I'm just really happy to have her on my line tonight, and I want whoever the listeners are, please just really listen in. When we get finished, when she gets finished explaining who she is, you going to have a chance to talk to her, give us your input on what you think about actually being a woman or a man, you can speak on about how you really appreciate the women and why you appreciate them. Um. Tiffany, would you like to come on the line now? And You know, it's, it's open to you. This is Tiffany Rochelle. Would you explain to them, would you like to talk about who you are? Uh, you're one of my business partners, you know, that we work together and do a lot of things on the PCC up in Torrance and South Bay. We've passed proclamations together. This is a movement that we're going to do across the nation. I was just, you know, back then, just hold on a minute, Tim. I was just explaining to somebody earlier, we always talk about these movements and what we need to do and. How we need to do it, and and I, I, I we just passed a proclamation, and I just realized that why should we wait for something to happen to get the to to get the one in the march? Why don't we start passing these proclamations for these issues that we have? You, if we say Black Lives Matter, well, let's let let's make August 25th Black Lives Matter Day. So every year on August 25th, we'll have a Black Lives Matter Day where we can actually be legal enough around the nation to put something together and it'll take us a whole year to put it together. There won't be no excuses. We don't have to wait around for somebody to to get shot or die or go to jail unnecessarily. That means we will have a holiday. They have a uh, friend's flower day. They have uh give your teacher an apple day. They have all these days, but we are just really not thinking like we're supposed to and putting together what we need to fight with. So, I'm going to take it back to Tiff. Tiff, thank you for calling in. Counting politics. This is t two five dot com. Galaxy Talk Radio. Hello, Tiff. How are you? <laughs>
4: Hi, Lorenzo. Thank you so much
0: right. um, for
4: inviting me on. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can. We all can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. just
4: want to make sure because I'm using a new earpiece. So.
1: Okay. Um,
4: again, I just want to thank you for inviting me to be a guest on your show. I know um, that it's, your, it's part of your hard work that you are very, very enthusiastic and passionate about your community and about making a difference in the world. And, again, I thank you for holding me in such a to bring me on. And, of course, you know, I think that you're one of the most interesting and intriguing people that I know, so I, I love spending time with you and, and just, as you would say, chopping it up. So um, again, thank you. Uh, sure. There's so many. <laughs> there's so many things that you that you spoke about that we can speak to. But let me start out. You um, and give a little introduction of myself. For those of you who don't know me, I've been on the Lendo Show before, and um, my name is Tiffany Rochelle, and I am an influencer. That's that's the biggest thing that I do. I teach people to. Increase their influence, thereby increasing their impact in their business, in their family, in their life, and in the world. My main calling is at this time to influence women through teaching the principles of the art of womanhood. And that means reawakening women at this time to our divine purpose, to learn, getting back to what we were originally created for, to bring balance back into the world, to bring balance back into womanhood, and to to start operating in our feminine again. And people who, who may not necessarily know, because there's different language for different things, I'm not talking about a feminist movement as in fight the power, I preach that for women, our power is in our softness. And a lot of us have lost mm-hmm. our soft edge, our softness and understanding that our voice is soothing and healing. Our touch is nurturing. And that's what we're called to do. And when we do that in a proper way, not in a repressed, suppressed, depressed manner, but in the powerful manner in which we were designed, then we change lives we change worlds and women are truly according of course by the, the um, title of this talk we're powerful resources but it's so much stuff that's on top I actually did a, uh, I do periscope so I don't know how many of you are on periscope if you're not you might want to get on it especially if you are a business owner if you're an entrepreneur if you're a speaker if you're a coach an author that is a place to immediately gain access to world platform. Anyway, I was on Periscope earlier today, and what I was talking about was the seven principles of womanhood, the art of womanhood. And so I'll just run them down really fast. I'm not going to go into them because these are courses that I teach and, and, I, and I work with women, but I just want to get um, our callers and our, and our listeners to get a, a basic basis from what I where I come from. And the principles are the art of connection, the art of creation, the art of communication, the art of knowing and intuition, the art of of balance and harmony, the art of healing, and the art of love. And love is our greatest calling as women. And we love and love and love and give, but too often we're giving and loving to others and not giving and loving ourselves. So those are the, that's really an important part for us as women that are giving and, and spending and going out, giving out so much energy. That's why we're walking around depleted, depressed, angry, stressed, anxious. All this comes from our natural design that has now gone into overdrive. And as we've done it so much. We switched into masculine energy, and we're not designed Mm -hmm. to run in masculine energy nonstop. But this has also been created by lack of fathers in the home, lack of husbands in the house. We, we, We all are of dual purpose and dual nature. We have a mother and father, so every person on this planet has masculine and feminine energy. And so sometimes we are called to use our masculine. When we need to get things done, when we need to protect things, when we need to make decisions, our masculine comes into play. But you imagine how many, you, of course, Lorenzo, in the community, you know how many mothers and women that you've run into that are making everything happen every day, and so they have lost their feminine edge. What do you think about, what, what have you seen in regards to that?
0: Well... Uh, my main thing that i seen was my main biggest issue that I talk about is women taking Father's Day. That's a big issue with me. You know what I'm saying? That's my biggest issue because I never, ever, ever heard my mother say she's taking the place of my father. And my father never was in my life until I got older. So that's one of my biggest, you know, pet peeves about the whole issue, you know, about the, the women's situation is women claim Father's Day. And you can't be a father, you can, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to answer that. I don't want to go. I'm going to go ahead and give you your thing. You know, that's, that's my biggest pet peeve. There's women claiming fathers that.
4: Well, I think, I think that's a great place to start because I agree with you. And I agree with you because I am a huge proponent of communication and the power of words. And we swing words around haphazardly carelessly without really understanding how something so simple can actually change the energy that we're working and operating in so you we are women if i say i'm a man even if i don't think i'm acting like one if i try to take on the persona or if i try to take on the energy or the identity of i am man then I am tamping down my feminine characteristics just by saying those words. Now, that's on an energetic and vibrational level. So that's, that's, that's going with the science. You know, it's just like if you say, I am fat, I'm ugly, I am all these things bring reality to you. Even if they're not wholeheartedly true, they bring that energy to you. You following me?
3: Yeah. Okay. Can I respond? Okay, go ahead.
0: Go ahead, let her, let her finish, and we're going to open yes, up in yes, a moment. I, yes, know, I know this I know this is hot. I know it's
1: hot. Gonna t- <laughs> it's
0: hot, brother. We're going to make it happen. Let's let her finish. We're going to open forum real quick. We're going to do an open forum real quick because she's going to let her tell her who she is and what she's doing, and we get her whole out intellect about what she is, and the questions we ask her, we got all night. You know how we do it, Mike. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. So I am appreciative that's, of- that.
4: that's on the vibrational level, but then when we take it into the actual saying of the word, you cannot, I don't, I was a single mother for many, many, many years, and it never, ever occurred to me to say that I'm a mother and a father, ever, not ever, not once, because I understand very clearly my lane. I am a mother who's doing the best that she can to to raise children, without the constant father presence but here this is this is oh this can get so deep See, here's a twist we have a lot of women who are driving fathers out of the home who mm-hmm. are trying to get a man to be in the house the way they want him to be in the house mm-hmm. and see with the way she says it and if he does not perform according to her standards then she shuts him off and then it's, it's that when, in fact, he wants to be, he wants to participate. He wants to do his duty, but she wants him to do it her way. And so there's a lot of discord in that area, and then you have women who actually have fathers who are there that they're not, they're either underutilizing or there's some kind of discord between them. And so they keep telling the kids that they're, that they're without a father when that's not the case. I'll use myself as an example. I was divorced and I was raising two children. I never even called myself a single mother. My, my kids didn't, it wasn't until my kids were grown and they were 16 that they were like, Mom, you are a great single mom. I was like, oh, I was a single mom. Why? Because even though I was no longer married to their father, I made sure he was ever present in their life. And he lived in another state. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you can get much more distant than that. But it never occurred to me that I was a single parent because I made sure and he made sure that he was constantly putting that influence into our children's lives, even when we didn't get along. And we didn't get along for 10 years after we were divorced. Now he's one of my best friends, but that's that's just uh, one of the dynamics. But go ahead. Is it Mike? I know, I, I yes, know you wanted to yes, say something. But I didn't want to get thank too far off
3: that. No, no. Thank you so much. I'm Mike Owens. I'm the uh, CEO of Gateway Regional Chamber of Commerce, and I'm based out of Compton. But Miss, Ma'am, I please call you that. I'm an older man. I'm fifty plus. You have answered a lot of questions that I think a lot of African American men, because I asked my mom at one time while she was alive, said you hate black women. I said, Mama, how can I hate a black woman? You must. You're a black woman. My grandmother, I said, I don't hate what you, who you are. I said, I hate what you become. You've become so masculine that I don't see no femininity in no one.
1: Mm-hmm. I said, you don't
3: know how to be gentle. You talk, you women, the women talk. I've had a couple relationships and still dealing, and these African-American women are very, and now I'm understanding because they have taken on the road and started talking, because I've heard them say that, that, that I am a, a, a father and a mother. And, and, it, and it does make them become masculine. This message needs to get out to these young ladies to, to really get them to understand you're losing a lot of African-American young men because they're going to other races, because they're finding joy and peace. Because I went through what you just said. Some women don't want you in the home unless you like they want you to be. It's, it's like you are fine at dating, but once you get married, then they want to change you over. Well, no, I was like this when we were dating. It was fine then. Now what happened? Why are you cutting me out? Why are you degrading me before and in the presence of my children about who I am? That was one of the things I made my parents. I'm a divorced parent. And I told my parents, no, you, what you feel about the children's mother is your opinion. But that's always going to be those kids' mother. And exactly. I will not allow you to disrespect their mother in their presence because you have a problem with it. Don't make your problem their problem. And, right. and that, you're saying.
4: That, that is a part that is lost so often. And that is that is um, that's a communication piece. And this, when I when I speak in this way, I want to be very clear that it's not about judgment. Lorenzo made no. the point that that it is people are doing the best they can with what they have, and we hear that all the time. But sometimes we really don't break it down and understand because a lot of women now and mm-hmm. men are only emulating what they saw in their yeah. home.
1: There's uh, so boy. many
4: of us. So many of us in their community, who, yeah. yes, who did not have a father's presence, so we don't know how to be with a man
1: That's in true. a
4: home. And That's we true. saw our mothers either be abused or abusive with the men that were in their lives. We, we have yes. a lot of angry, bitter mothers. I will say I was fortunate. My parents are still together. So I know and I understand what a difference a father makes in your in your household. Yes, and you because because I understood that, even though my, my children's father and I were no longer together when they were a young age, I knew it was so important that he had a presence in their life. I didn't care how, to the point where he would, he would settle express my daughter Brownie. And he would spoil her. Now when she would come back home from visiting him, I would have to deprogram her, but <laughs> I always was clear I was always clear that yeah. I would rather her be spoiled by her father then look yeah. for for validation from a man in the street who would hurt her. Oh,
3: oh very, very good point. point. Right. Now, you, you know what? what? Her,
4: father, her, her father instilled a, a standard in her where well, she's not just going to take any kind of man.
3: There you go. That's I have a, so I Tiffany, I have,
0: uh-huh. a I have a question. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been married two times. Uh, I don't have a lot of, you know, different girlfriends over my years and stuff. And now that I'm older, uh, I'm, I'm I'm 50 years old now, and my mentality has really changed as far as what I want in my life and how I want it in my life and why I want it in my life. And it's like my what I don't want is I don't want to get with a woman this time, like you were just saying, and don't and I don't want to get with a woman that don't have any type, like, like what Michael said, don't have to show any type of sensitivity. Um, I'm used to that saying, saying music solves the savage beast. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. believe in that because it would be times where I'm going to be a man. I'm going to act a man. I'm going to roar like a lion, but I want my woman to be a lion right along with me, but at the same time, I want some sensitivity in the park because I'm not the one that's supposed – I'm supposed to have sensitivity. I'm going to bring it regardless. I'm going to be – because I'm a sensitive man. I cry on going with the Wind. If I see an ant get stepped on, if i like it, I'm going to cry. You feel what I'm saying? But the whole point is – the whole point is I, I was running into women that was just as when it came down to it, they was just as tough as me and I'm tough as I don't know what. I from I come from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? But when you can yeah, run yeah. against women that's that's willing to fight you back or hit you first or uh 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 call you a name first or I mean I, I, I didn't run into that until after the eighties. You know what I mean? That's right. And it's like what what could we do as people, as male and female, how should we be able to break that cycle of, you know, how can we get out to the women or the young I'm women the, the or, way or way. just try to break that cycle to where when it's really time to just be had that sensitivity, it's like when you committing a crime and somebody say, police, you stop, you drop everything. You look around and see where the police at. You yeah, feel hey. what I'm saying? So why is it that, but, what can we do to make that same type of reaction that go on with this relationship problem or relationship issues? Not saying that I'm, I'm I'm targeting women, but I had the majority of the women, when it came down to it, man, I thought I was going to get into it with Mike Tyson. So they get, it's like,
3: they rear up like lions.
4: The key is, it's such a layered, it's such a layered subject because it didn't happen overnight. This has been decades and even hundreds of years of, of um, anger and wrath and things that have happened, you know, that they, they have proven now that, that emotions can be passed down genetically. So yeah. you think about how slavery went on and a woman was separated from her man and might have been separated from her kids. So I'm going to just throw something in here that to just give us a piece of framework to work with. So now you have women who weren't able to get too close to their kids because they were there was always the possibility that they were gonna be taken. Correct. Right?
1: Yes. So wow. you think
4: about the women you think about the women who you might run into today depending on their genealogy, depending on what happened in their family, it's just like we know we see generational welfare, we see generational violence, we see generational alcoholism, you know, the grandmother, yeah. the mother, the, all, that, that's how it goes. So you imagine through their lineage what was happening and has been passed down. So hmm. if you're not able to get close to your kid because you're afraid that your child is going to be taken, then you, you develop the ability to cut off and your mothering suffers.
1: Your yeah, mothering exactly. can suffer. Right yes, yes, now
4: you have a man who has been taken from you, and you have and it, and say your child isn't taken, but you have to do what you need to do without your man. You are yes. left out unprotected because man is designed. His his, his, his job is to protect us.
3: Yes, his it is. His job is
4: to care for us and to hunt and to gather and to care for us. Now we as women, and especially black women, have been left out, exposed.
3: That's right.
4: And all on our own,
3: yes,
4: generationally, right? So right. now systematic. there's there's something a that coming. Plan,
2: yes.
4: yes, it keeps coming through our DNA. So we fought it. We fought it. We have we have our ancestors and parents who fought against it. Then we moved into women's lives, and we moved into to Black Power, Panther Power, and we moved into a system of welfare in America that was one of the most detrimental things to the Black family. Because in order to, you had underemployed black men and women were often the only one who was able to get a steady job was the woman because she was cooking, cleaning, typing, doing something for somebody else in a capacity that a man wasn't able to do. And so you had women making money and they weren't making enough to do anything else, but they would be penalized if they had a man in the house. So the system really was like, nope, you can't have a man.
1: So then you
4: got into we we got into this this framework of we can't get married, we can't live together. You're not going to have a job, and if you do something, I'm gonna kick you out of my Section Eight housing. I'm gonna kick you out of my project home, and it became prevalent. And so now here we are, because it's just like the presidency. Barack Obama is not dealing with anything that happened in the, in the eight years he's been in. He is dealing with the last 16 years of the two presidents before him.
3: That's right. He's so, reacting so to the That's right.
4: Yes. So what we're seeing right now is a result of all the decades of, of um, disassembling the framework that's going on. And so in order for us to reassemble or reestablish, actually, it's not a reestablishment. We can never go back to what we were. We can create new conversations. And that's what I do. I teach people to reframe and have a new mindset and a new vision, create a new conversation. Because the old conversation is not doing anything other than keeping us back there and not moving forward. So it's exactly. one thing to identify what, your, what the problem is, but once you identify it, then you have to assemble a, a group. You have to assemble practices that go, okay, that's what we went through. This is where we're going. And so it, it, it's not easy, but we, we have to get more leaders and more people understanding that, one, they matter on an individual level yeah.
1: Yeah. and that
4: they can change, that we can change. The conversation, this is, um, you know, this is the work that I do. and, And because of what I do, this is one of the reasons I just was invited to go to South Africa. So I'll be going to South Africa in October. And for two weeks, I'll be there with young adults and young women. Because right now, let me just give you a little background. Right now, South Africa is like a new country. It's 25 years old. It's 25 years old right now because... They, after the end of apartheid, it was almost like the end of slavery. If you recall the story yes. when yes. slavery was over, we were, it was pretty much like what else we going to do now? Okay, we don't yes. have a master, we don't have a job, we don't have any money, we don't have anything to do, we don't have any education, and we got to make it on our own. Right. So that's a lot of what's going on in post-apartheid South Africa. There's, there's a hunger that now we have opportunities to learn, but they didn't have the same resources. The infrastructure wasn't set up to be able to take care of them. It wasn't in place, so now it's being built. And so I'm going over there, and I'm launching an a, a, um, empowerment uh, and leadership program for young adults that are 18 to 26, and I'm doing a specific part for women. Because women are still super oppressed over there. Women, women still, just like here in America, make up the majority of the breadwinner. They make up the majority of the work, yet they're underpaid or not paid. They're not considered important enough to educate. And these are all little trickles of the things that we have going on over here, except that we have the right to do it, and we're not taking advantage of it. They didn't have the right, and they're hungry for it. Right.
0: Okay, okay. So we, have to, we make... have
4: to create hunger. we got to see the hunger here. Huh. I'm sorry. Yeah, i right do, do that. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me,
3: yeah. How will right. we yeah. do that? Can I ask how will we do that? Because I work with inner-city children. Okay, okay this is
0: what we're, we're going to go. do. I okay, got, I, this is yeah. what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do right now. This is P25CL.com, Got to Talk Radio. we got a lot of listeners on the call. we got a lot of callers, you know. I just got them, you know, we got callers. So we're going to oh, yeah. come back to your question, Mike. Okay. Well, uh, we're That's gonna go to these callers real quick, and you know we got time on this thing. I like this subject tonight. Thank you very much, Tim, for bringing this to the table. Uh, we're gonna go to our
3: callers, Rosalind. Are you on the line?
1: Yes, I'm here, Lorenzo. We got some callers on the line. We got a, quite a few here for you. Uh We okay. have a caller who's been holding on for a minute, and they're calling all the way from Mississippi.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to get that person right there. You know, we got na- we national. <laughs> we're national, y'all. <laughs> all all right. Right. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. Go ahead, call caller from Mississippi. Give us a name How you where you,
1: you Miss calling in from.
2: Hello. This is Rhonda Hubbard all the way from Mississippi, Grenada. All right. Hi, all right. Rhonda. Hello,
0: Rhonda. Thank you for calling in.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. And I am so mesmerized by Everything! Oh my goodness! She, I tell you what, you talked about me <laughs> to a T. I'm sitting here like, oh my god, is she really? Did did did, did Lorenzo do this on purpose? Did he invite <laughs> his guests to talk about me personally? Okay. But no, seriously, I heard everything that you said. And the only thing I want to piggyback on is what you um brought out there, what you put out there about this is this is systemic, all of this and the way strong women like myself, I am a military vet, 23 years, so you do a military veteran like me who's strong, who's used to doing a lot of masculine things, <laughs> you know, and who can be intimidating at least i'm being honest i'm learning as i've gotten out and retire and as i've gone back to school and education you need to throw that in sometimes educated women can also be so intimidating that they don't even realize that they're being intimidating to men who want to be the protector and who want to be there for them and who want to let's say Knight in shining armor or whatever. We educated, and sometimes we military women. We run them off because you know we have this air about us and this aura that we don't need you. I've got, I have my, I have my papers, you know, and you know that leave, leave us that leave us lonely as heck. Mm -mm. Wow. Some of us, at least I'm being honest, some of us, I have so many friends who's very professional. They have PhDs. But guess what? We're single, and something we were just talking about that something we need to brainstorm, something is going to ride here. And I'm just going to sit back, and that's all I really wanted to say. I just really want to sit back and take everything in because it, it, this is applicable to me. It applies to myself, and I'm honest about it. I know my strength as well as my weaknesses, and I know that I am so strong. I have a tendency to be so strong that, I am intimidating, and I try not to be, but I can see it with the way some men interact with me, and even my own son told me, mama, it's just gonna be me, you and I, because you ain't gonna ever get no man, and I don't wanna hear my <laughs> son, 22, and tell you tell me I ain't gonna ever get no man. That's wow. scaring me,
3: so, wow. okay, so, so
2: I'm glad you invited me. That's scaring me, I don't wanna sit and look at him and be, um, neither corner. <laughs> I don't even like the show. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's right. But, little
1: you know, this is a hot show tonight. This is a yes, it is. hot show. Hold on. not Go ahead. Go j- ahead, I just,
4: I just want to address it. I know we have callers waiting, so I'm going to make it really quick. First, I want to commend you for being honest and being authentic. That's one of the first keys to being able to make a different choice is admitting it. And it's not that you have to apologize for it. It has worked for you up until this point. Everything in our life, we have to understand, we author everything in our life. Be, be it be it by our experience, be it subconsciously, whatever happens, we do it, and we do it until we decide we want to do something different. And so, yes. for you to recognize what's happening, that's the first, that's the most major thing that you can do to changing your future outcome. So, again, mm-hmm. I want to commend you for that. Your strength has, it, I'm sure it protected you being in the military. I'm sure it protected you from a lot of situations. So clap your hands for your ability to be strong. But now it's time, and you're feeling the call at a soul level. That's why you're on here is to make a change, to do something different, to create a different conversation in order to create a different outcome. So that's it. Oh, and I, I just let to so you know. This is what this comes up more often than not. I teach women sensuality, and so this is a constant, constant conversation. It's professional women who are single, no man, their kids are grown, it's a feminine kids, and they're coming to me going, "How can I be more feminine? How can I get a man?" So you're not alone.
0: That's it. That is powerful. This is something positive. Yes, it is. Gentlemen, this is T25 DL dot com. Gotta talk radio. Your host is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Let's go to the next caller, if possible. Hello, All right, Paula. we have
1: another yeah, we have another caller from Florida. I don't know. Caller, you there?
0: Hello, hello, how are you? What's your name? What's the question to the guest? What what you want to talk about? What's your feelings about this?
1: Hmm. Maybe they're just listening.
0: Yeah, they'll come back. back
1: Yeah, they'll come back. Uh, There is a question on the chat board, though, and um, we can direct that to, I guess, anyone on the panel. The question is, what is the difference of an African woman and an American black woman?
3: Wow.
0: Well, I can answer that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I'm just gonna be like you said, going to say I'm gonna be honest now. <laughs> All right, from my experience African women that, that I have came across just talking to, you know, are more they way demanding. They way more demanding, they way more bossier. They're really way more bossier, they they give orders. They give orders. Not They don't tell you nothing. They're giving you an order. So, and then American uh, black women, they're more, they ain't going to tell you what they're going to do to you. They're just going to let you do it and do it and do it over and over until they get tired of you. And once they get tired of you, they're really tired of you. And that's the difference between, I think, the African women is more, Oh, no, 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 no! you don't do that. No, 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 oh, uh, African-American women is like, mm-hmm, what you say? All right, I'll see you later, and let you go off and set yourself up. That's what I know. Um, that's
1: what I know the difference. Uh, well,
4: that 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 will definitely go along the lines of, because, you know, that's a big question because there's different regions in Africa, so women behave differently depending on the region that they're from. However, going along with what Lorenzo said, I have African friends from Nigeria. I have African friends from South Africa. So they're they're different based on where they're from. But the commonality is I find that African women have a different pride to them. They have a pride about their roots and their heritage that we have lost here in America as black women. Yeah.
3: Yes. We have a
4: pseudo pride, but they yes. have a, a different connection because they're almost often they're so um connected to their tribes they're still connected to the language they're still connected to the rituals they're still connected to the um the the um customs yes. so they also have a certain expectancy they have a certain expectancy i, I i'm sort sure of that that um That Lorenzo was probably talking. He probably encountered a Nigerian woman. I have a lot of Nigerian friends, and when people just lump Africa together and don't realize that people have different cultures and aspects of life over there, Nigerian women live an expected life. They expect to have a good husband with good money, and they expect for things to get done.
2: Right. And they're educated.
4: They're very educated. So it's like, look, no, I expect you to pay my bills. I expect you to make things
1: happen. And so
4: they, they, they don't have a problem voicing what they want. We like to pussyfoot around and him and haw and use ESP and expect our man to be, you know, psychics and then we get mad on conversations that we never had because so we make a lot of assumptions.
3: Wow. Yeah. Let me start the, now. As My, my experience with African women was somewhat different. I found them more, uh, more passionate. Uh, and more uh easier to talk with on different topics i uh, uh not saying that African American women couldn't, but it wasn't the anger did not come out right that was the mm-hmm. difference that I had with the african American women it wasn't always i'm as a man do something for i um, mean the man's gotta do something for me. They were more interested in making sure that their man was taken care of. And it's something that I always tell and I taught my daughters. You don't have to tell a man, a man, what you need. If you got children, he knows summer ends and school starts, they need school clothes. He knows that. Mm-hmm. He knows if you stay in a house, you do need to have some bills paid. He knows that if he comes over to eat, your refrigerator is not magic and food just doesn't grow in it. So he does bring food. Whether he eats there or not, he knows you need that. But he doesn't know it's what you want. That's what you must communicate with him. And when yes. I look, because I always ask what was a man as I was growing up, and men that I was around would always tell me and push me off, and I later realized they did not know what that man was. And then I had to go around and find out. And once I got Christ in my life, because I'm a born-again Christian, then I started understanding my male role as a priest, prophet, and a king of my house.
2: Wow. And that
3: was my role. It was my role as a father to bless my children before they left every morning. That is scripture from God. It was the man who blessed the children, not the mother. As I learned that, then I learned to appreciate women. I grew up in a house of abuse. My mother and father fought like Joe Lewis and, and, and yes. his contenders. <laughs> you know, I used to call them uh, Ali and Flazer, You know, So I got a warped sense, even though I was not an abusive man. I became an abusive, uh, a person who was abused because the women I selected were very verbally abusive and emotionally abusive. And I see that in a lot of the African-American women. I said, you, you know, you know you can uh, get a man. That's what I used to tell my daughter. In the street, when you run up on a man, he thinks you're getting ready to hit him, he's going to talk to you in your face do never when you're in a heated argument do you walk up to him because now you become becoming masculine to him because he's now thinking you're an aggressor. Those are the things I see in African-American women. I just got yeah. out of a relationship, it's, and this woman, like I told her, you, you know, you drove me out of this relationship. Well, you didn't want it. And if yeah. it's so
4: true. I think a lot of times, as, especially as black women, we, have, we
2: are – that
4: art of communication, our communication is so, so important, but we've learned to abuse it and not accept and understand the power of our tongue. Just yes, like in the it Bible, says the power of life and death is in the tongue. It's in the tongue. And it's so true. And what we have to, when we get back to our proper place of, of nurturing balance and understanding and intuition and knowing and healing and love, as yes. women, our communication improves and then we are able to use our communication Ooh. with precision like a sharp knife to not cut our man down but to carve a path for him in order Bold. for him to move forward and be advanced. So and coming in that, a lot of times we feel or we have been made to feel helpless and, and back to that conversation of unprotected, Mm -hmm. And so the only weapon that we've come across that works, that we can have and wield at any time is our mouth.
3: Sure.
1: It is
4: our mouth as a woman. And so I'm not physically as strong as a man. I'm not, you know, there's some other things going on. So if I can cut you down, because we act like we don't understand that men's egos are fragile, but we know, because we know exactly what to say to get you. We know exactly how to cut you down.
0: And that's guaranteed. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is thompsonpoliticst dot com. I think we've got some more questions on the motherboard. Sorry, Chip, you don't know, like to move around and hit oh, no, everything ahead. up. Uh, I think we've got some questions on the motherboard, maybe a couple of more callers. Uh, what's the question on the motherboard, Rosalind?
1: Okay, well, another question was asked, what is um, – oh, I'm sorry, let me go back here. With everything being said, is it more advantageous for a black man in America to marry an African woman rather than American black woman? I mean,
4: it's advantageous if you, I mean, are you trying to make a business deal? Are you trying to build a family? Are you trying, it's who you marry is advantageous to you based on what you're trying to build. You choose based on what what you're trying to build. There's a lot of times in Caucasian life in the past and even in the present where they marry to build, to make alliances. They marry to make their business build bigger. They marry to form, you know, a stronger bond. They don't even have to like each other. But if it's going to make them more money, if it's going to make it larger, then they'll do it. So if you know your reason for getting married, what you're trying to build, then that should lead you to choose accordingly. So if you find an African woman that is in the same mindset, that is in the same path of accord with you, that you are in harmony with, then, then right. it will be more advantageous to you. But that's you have way. to be clear what you want and not, and not make up stories and not look for somebody that you need to fix. You don't need, a, you don't need to find a fixer-upper. Because a lot of us are walking out here with the Captain hole cape on, and then we get mad because every time we say, well, why am I always fixing somebody? Because that's who you chose. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with working together to to, to grow, but be be mindful of who you're choosing and why you're choosing them. So, honestly, that's a personal opinion. I couldn't tell you that, but based on your likes, your dislikes, and your ultimate plan for your family, then you'll know who's more advantageous to marry.
0: Shut up. I thought from a black
3: man's point of view. Say that again. is that, dog hey, is that dog, hey, is that Snoop Dogg in the back? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm on my porch, and that's my dog, Barky. Yeah,
1: well, we want to be on the radio. Hey, man,
3: Let are, me close hey, my, my door. you right? You're to Compton, right? You're at Compton. Right? Compton, right? right, Compton,
1: baby. All right, Compton Politics in the house. All right. <laughs> hey,
3: is anyone <laughs> okay. calling on the phone,
0: Rosalyn? <laughs> yeah, we have, about we, the have,
1: board? we have another question on the chat board, but then we have uh, Galaxy Chief on the line. All
3: right, Galaxy Chief, what's going on, Galaxy Chief? Galaxy Chief.
1: Okay,
3: well, I'm right here, right
0: here. What's going on, Galaxy Chief? Yes, we can hear you loud and clear, man, with a big ten four.
3: Yes, sir. How's everybody just doing tonight, Sister Tiffany? Welcome back to the show.
4: No, thank you. Fantastic this evening. Hello, Jesus. Nice to hear from you again.
3: Oh, it's always a pleasure.
1: No, yeah, we have any questions for tonight? What's the question for tonight? Well, I had another question. It says Is it too much of a burden for one woman to satisfy a man? Shouldn't he have two wives to reach ultimate overall satisfaction? <laughs> I ain't going to get
2: her that one. I ain't going nah. hey, oh, 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 to like
4: like hey I'm going to stay away see, from listen, them. You, you, ah, listen, listen. Listen. you have, one you have the right, on online, you. You have the be right be woman on the line. You have the right woman on the line because I'm not scared. So here's go the ahead, thing. On.
1: Yeah, here's go the ahead. Here's the thing.
4: Culturally <laughs> in Africa, they it's a polygamous society, and men marry more than one wife. But here's the deal. The caveat to that is he cannot marry more wives than he can take care of. And that means take care of to an excess and to an abundance. So if you find some place where you are able to do your duties and provide for the woman accordingly and take care of her needs and make sure she has a house and if she needs a car and if she needs her nails done and she's got kids and you're feeding the children and she's down for you having more than one woman, then I say go for it because I'm not anybody to knock somebody else's party. However, if you're here in this country and you have children and you're not taking care of them, you can't even handle one woman. You need to take care of your kids. Hello.
1: Hello. Hello. (laughs) Yes.
4: (laughs) So if you want to take care of a woman, do not get into a relationship. Because there are women in this country who go for more than one. But don't lie about Mm -hmm. it. Do not make up stories about it because that is again that is a story that has been told and we can we can make anything that we want to be true the truth so if you believe that's the truth then yes if you believe you can't be satisfied by one woman then that's the truth however what I what I have found in that in that in that instance right there is that nine times out of ten, when a man feels like he cannot be satisfied or satiated by one woman, it's not because of the woman. It's because there's something lacking in him. There's something that he feels that he doesn't have, and he's looking for something to fill that spot, and usually it has to do with work. And it's not just about men because women, do go through the same thing. But for a man that says he cannot be satisfied by one woman, most often it's because he's looking for a worth. There's a worth in him and and if he feels that his worth is attached to how many conquests he can get, and if he needs conquest to be a man, then again it goes back to a lack.
3: <laughs> I hope
4: I hope I have answered the question sufficiently.
3: Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. Is there any more callers on the line, uh <laughs> oh, this is who we have, uh This is who we have. Yeah, this is who we have. This
1: is, All right.
0: this is- um, right I have I have a um I think I have a logical question. I don't even know what I want to ask, but I just I'm just going to put a logical question in my head. Um, why is it that us as human beings that we don't figure out things until later, until after the experience of going through a lot of things? Why is it that we don't we can we have to go, why is it that we have to go through something to realize what is right or wrong and we can just can't off the top? We have to learn by experience. You know what I'm saying? in relationship. Because
4: experience the is the best teacher. The experience is the best teacher, but I believe and I don't know about anybody else's belief, I believe that in each life, in each lifetime, we have a lesson that we are that we need to learn. All right? And so <laughs> the way we learn the lesson is gonna be dependent on how open we are when we decide to to when we get that yearning that says there's something more. And then how, how willing we are to go through the fear of the unknown or the fear of not being just like we've been. How, how quickly we can con- conquer that. But experience is always going to be a best teacher because you don't forget it. It's just like riding a bike. Why do you not ever forget how to ride a bike? Because you got to ride a bike to know how to ride a bike. I could tell you about riding a bike all day. But until you actually ride it, you don't know. Sometimes some of us need a couple more knocks than others. But that's the way we're wired. You know, I, I this this may sound funny. I believe in, in previous expressions of myself, I was royalty. Now at this time, and it's because I have all these royal appendices and I have all these royal heirs, but I had to learn the lesson of one, I had to discover my gifts. Two, I had to decide that I wanted my gift and to own it and to accept it. Meaning, my gift is the ability to to go across cultures, across sexes, across races, and speak in a way that people get it. And I have a way of expanding people's vision and not offending them to where they want to learn and they get it. They get it together. But I didn't realize for a long time that was a gift, and I didn't realize that that gifting was a part of my purpose. Are you following me? Yeah. Okay, so once I learned what my my gift was and my purpose, I had to accept it. And I had to decide that I wanted to hone it. And I had to decide that I wanted to own it. So I've been digging around and it hasn't been easy. I've been on my knees crying. I've been on my knees praying. I've been on my back. But I learned that I have a greater purpose in this lifetime, and in order to get there, I had lessons I needed to learn, and I could only learn them by going through them.
0: Right, right, right. So does that does does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say this real quick. This is t two five dot com Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Compton Politics. I'm your host, <laughs> Renzel Elvis Murphy. Every Monday, seven thirty. Uh, Roslyn, can you uh, explain about the other shows we have? You know, I just like to you know kind of announce the other shows too uh, that we have until Thursday. From Monday to Thursday, we have shows all week long. You know, different sure.
1: stuff,
0: and problems, you know?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, we have, of course, my show, which is on Wednesday nights. We have great uh, people who come on my show. Um, uh Rosalind's Corner, T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio at Rosalind's Corner. We have some awesome guests. We have uh, upcoming guests uh, that's been on uh, multiple uh, movies, like Fast and Furious. That's series seven, uh Bruce Almighty, a number of shows, and then of course, we have Ms Barbara McGee, who is on uh, straight talk with the higher Brush. She is a professional makeup artist to the stars. she has a her show on uh Tuesday, so her show is going to be tomorrow night, so I'm sure it's going to be something great okay, okay, that's
0: right, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Thompson Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We have Tish Rochelle on the phone. She's talking about empowering and what's the empowering of the resources of women because I feel women are the main resources of of, of the land right now. And I mean, as uh, far as me to try to get to where I'm got to go, I have to bring some women with me, you know. So so when I go in places, they feel safe because I have a look that's been killed. So I, I know I have to have women <laughs> when I when I go into the business because I don't never smile. So I know that women are the inserts of power right now. I mean, look, the only reason why Obama is a powerful man is because his wife is a powerful woman. She's doing a lot of groundwork that he don't do, working with the kids. Uh, um, hold on just a moment. I just got a message.
4: I, um, Lorenzo, while you're looking at your message, I just want to talk to that because what I mentor youth, and I remember doing a lock-in with young boys years ago. And when I was in, in the room with them, I believe in speaking to people and talking to people where they are. Just like I said, that's the gift that I was given. And so I asked the young boys how many of them had a B or a Ho at home. And the boys raised their hands. They raised their hands because it was common, it was regular, it was normal. There was no hesitation, there was no shame. But when I spoke to them, because they were looking for, at the time, they were looking for ride or die chicks. And I said, okay, you want a person who's down with you. Explain that to me. And once they once they did, I said, okay, you want a ride or die chick. But understand, if you get the the wrong one, she will ride you till you die. And that's wow. how powerful we are as women. Is that you don't understand? It's so important to pick the right the right mate. And women. Are you know, sometimes the caveat we're saying that, oh, we're not, there. he came into my life. Nobody comes into our life without, without our permission.
3: Right. And
4: it's important for us to get back on track with the power that we hold, the influence. All the way back to Adam and Eve, we're the most powerful influencers on the planet. And the Dalai Lama even says that the Western woman is going to save the world. The world will be saved by the Western woman. Because we're awakening, we're changing, we're advanced, we're you know we're forward thinkers, we're forward movers, but we have to get over our own little crap that's holding us in place. And it's not about a power struggle. And I just I um I'm sorry I'm looking at the message board and I see the person was saying he was straightening me out about brother needing one more more wives than than one in America, and here's my response to that. It's that's part of our problem is that we keep thinking it needs to be a right and a wrong and we need to straighten each other out. We don't need to straighten anybody out. I said if you want more than one woman and you find the woman who will go along with this, then that's good for all of you. That works for you. That works in many countries. However, if one person has to receive less so the other person can receive more, there's an imbalance, period, or point blank.
0: Of course. Pointblank.com. dot com. I think we have another question on the motherboard, Roslyn. Can you want to bring it yeah, to Yeah, I think
1: she's. Yeah, I think she's saying the same uh, same questions because this this uh, guest ten he just went off left field here because he says brothers need more than one wife. I mean, you can <laughs> have a lot of brothers. Uh, he they barely can handle one, let alone two. I don't need one one wife. They, then he says. Then he says the sisters in America can't get the job done. Brother man, I don't know who you're dealing with. Well there's a lot of sisters that are getting a lot of things done. Well, you and can't be I, I, about sat, my mama. And then that for 15, and then guest 15 says, well, how can, she, how can you straighten her out? And he said, I would prove to her that one woman just can't get the job done. I, again, who are you dealing with? And then he says, men have to teach women to cook and take care of the house, pay the bills. Teach your children Where we we have to also deal with the the three days the three days of hell every month brother man who who are you around and and who who talk, did your father teach your mother how to cook? did your grandmother teach your grandfather how to cook was your was your was your father in the kitchen instead of out in the field working his job like he's supposed to was he in the house trying to teach your mother how to cook or your grandmother how to cook? Oh, is that how your ancestors came up? So, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Get, well, Get real. Get you know, real. Get real. Get real. Crazy.
0: That's crazy. That's like a slave master. Yeah. That's an adversary right there. I mean, you just want to have a bunch of big old plantation that just, uh, excuse my French, and it ain't no bad word cause they got this word in the Bible. Oh, these are one just a bunch of hoes. Okay? So, but we know what it is. We know the
3: game. Excuse and my this, friend, is the way, mm-hmm.
4: this is the way we get distracted, though. I want to talk to that. This is why it's important. Like I said, for me, it's such a passion for getting people in the right frame of mind to be able to communicate. And one of the ways of being able to communicate is being able to communicate without anger and upset. But being able to say, like I, I looked at that. It didn't upset me one bit. Why? Because that's that's his experience, right? That's not my reality. I'm not living in that, and I don't need to prove he's wrong. I don't even need to discuss on certain levels what he's talking about because his mind is in a different place. So for me to go head-to-head with that, I'm going to lose because it's, it's not about proving who's right or wrong. He wants to make a point, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, if that's what you choose and that's your experience and you're not open to changing it and you're not opening to see that there's another possibility, then okay, okay. You're not, you're not interested in making a difference or a change. For me, my life is about change and difference and betterment. And if we're not having a conversation that ends in any of that, then we're not having a conversation.
3: No, you're talking. Exactly. You know, that's I that's, <laughs> I that's you know, how men that, and women talk. Exactly. <laughs> let me let me interject something. I think that young man um, is just a little misguided. Uh, as an older man, I, I've heard a lot of friends say, man, I need a whole lot of women. I say, well, then you're more men than I am because I can only handle one woman at a time. Now, I don't know what you call a woman, but when I talk with a female, I expect certain things in her to be in a certain way. So if you want something that's less than that, then you call that a woman, then I can't argue with you. And I'm like the guest when she said there's no reason we can't prove anything to you. If that's what make you know, what if that what you eat don't make me fat. So that's your thing. But don't think all men have to follow you and all women have to bow down to your value system. Yeah, because I and, wouldn't follow and, nothing like that. No, mm-hmm. I I couldn't no, no. And I raised my sons not to disrespect women to that point. If you're not with that woman, then you need to let her know. Because you would want the same courtesy. You know? that that's just a total disrespect of our children. I I mean our mothers. Of I course. Say, so you, that's, that's the most that what's that? That's the first
0: thing I. That was my first response when you heard me when you said that. I'm like, well, you must be talking. I know you ain't talking about my mama.
3: Yeah, that, I heard you say that because
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You ain't That's talking right. about my mother, exactly. You talk about my mother. You ain't talking about my auntie. You ain't talking about my sisters. You ain't talking about my um, daughters because there's nowhere in the world they better not come in your direction. To come over and tell me that you had them to try to do that.
3: You no, know, what I'd like to do is find out what men are you wrong. That of you
1: course. feel that right. way. Right. What's, what's not the on that that, feel that, not that
3: not the in life. I need to find out what males have influenced your life to the point that you feel that this is a reality that you must start practicing in. Why are uh. you assume? I, that's, not the women? I need to find out the men you're talking with. Who are? That, that that, that's supporting this kind of ideology that you have. That's on mm-hmm. I need to find out. yeah, that's pretty. Now, that's from... another. That's another. TV, that's another radio talk. That's another show. Yeah, so we see them on the line. See, you know me, and we talk to each other. And like I told me, and I never talk about my sexual exploits. I never talk about the females I'm with. I would never degrade them to the point that they become a community news. How dare you do that? If that woman treasures you enough to share things with you, then you shouldn't be strong enough not to share it with anyone else.
0: Amen. It's just something politics. That's
3: what a man does. That's the way I was raised. I'm just funny that way. So when I look at listen to a young man like that, I'll listen to him and i say, son, who are you talking with? Because you're talking with a man right now. And as a man, that is not acceptable in my circle.
0: Not of mine either, brother. I'm sorry. So tell me Website. what you're
3: traveling in so I can either avoid them or go to them and enlighten them. See, I'm not going to argue with you. There's no reason to argue with you. I want to enlighten you. I want to encourage you. I want to strengthen you. As the word of God say, iron sharpens iron. I don't want to belittle you. I want to encourage you to be more of the man God created, not less than. And every time you degrade your woman, you're degrading yourself because you chose her.
1: Wow. So So please
3: understand, behind every successful man, and I'll say this and be quiet. I tell people, and I think on the last show, I said when Obama came out on his last, and he knew they couldn't do anything else after he was elected. He stood on that stage, and the first thing he said was the reason I want to explain to you why I'm standing out here on this stage today. And with his left hand, he reached out and said, Michelle, would you come join me? And it went over everybody's head. I'm saying he's letting you know behind every successful man there is a woman. Amen. Amen. Is amen. 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 And I agree. Ladies amen
0: gentlemen, this is T25CL.com. Galaxy Talk Radio, this night is a hot night once again. Uh, we're hitting some great points. Um, let me see what time is it. It's 8.40. Do you all want to continue on? Anybody else have anything else to speak about? Because, you know, all of this is open forum. I just let the let the floor open, whatever you feel like talking about, as long as it makes sense, as long as you're not cussing, staying positive, you know, we can talk. We can, you know, brainstorm because this is open forum now. Uh, and I'm so glad that we uh, we brought this subject on content politics tonight because I have a lot of clarity now with myself on how I can actually deal yes. with what I need to deal with in life. Seriously, y'all really helped me. Now I can go forward even further so. than I did earlier today, which I didn't, a lot of things I didn't understand, I knew, but I didn't understand. So I just yes. want to appreciate and let, let y'all, all of y'all know that's on this line that I really learned something tonight know, too, on Compton Politics on my own Yes, I did, too.
3: Believe Rivers, me, I learned.
0: Really, because this is this is something that – this subject right here is a really, really, really important subject, and a lot of people are too scared to talk, talk about it, like the young lady called earlier, Rhonda from Mississippi. I mean, you know, it's 12 o'clock out there. She called I think she's still there, too. Hey, Rhonda, you still, still there?
1: I'm still here. I'm still here. Hi, all right. all hey, Rhonda. All right,
0: all right, 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 I just you know, I appreciate you uh um Rhonda what you were speaking on being honest, being truthful. Um, you know, people need to hear somebody they hear the story from a truthful person. Like you said, you was in the military twenty seven years, you was a sergeant, because so I can just imagine I'm just saying, the manlyhood that they, the positions that you that they gave you being a sergeant in the army. The sergeant the army is the one that leads the war. So I can just imagine I mean, if you don't mind Hmm. Actually, because you know her her story is a powerful story. Just by her just telling me her military package that she was doing. I mean, she was flying
1: helicopters. You know what I'm saying? She
0: was
2: flying oh, helicopters.
0: You know, and I mean, she flying a military helicopter. You'll be surprised when she was flying around. You get what I'm saying? So I
1: understand, mm-hmm. and I do
0: understand why a woman at that at that criteria, at that caliber, would say, "I'm a, I feel like a man." You, I, I understand. I really do. Would understand that that part of mm-hmm. it right mm-hmm. because that is something that I don't know how to fly no damn helicopter, no war helicopter at all. I barely not out of a car.
2: You know what, Lorenzo, and what I want to interject, and I, and I wanted to tell you—you know—say to your guest, and she can attest to this. And I say this often: what a lot of men miss out. Some of the most beautiful women in the world are the most loneliest women in the oh. world.
3: I'm finding, I'm finding that out. I'm finding it out now in my life as an older man looking at older women. Um. Uh, I'm just finding out recently the number of lonely professional women who just need and want companionship. Just wants to have someone to talk with, someone to go to dinner with, and someone to truly care about them. Mm-hmm. And to care about them.
1: Exactly. You all are
4: touching on something that, like, it, I, literally I had to take a deep breath after the statement. I said literally I had to take a deep breath after those statements because it hurts my heart. Like, I'm passionate about what I do because I'm passionate about the world as a whole, but I have a space for women. One, because I am one, but because yeah. I understand the power that we are not accessing and the pain that we are going through. And if I can help one woman, two women, 10 women to access their power and go out, 10 women equals a 1,000 women any day. Because if Uh, I can access 10 women to access their power, they're going to go out and they're going to influence and they're going to make a difference. And that's why it's so important for us to reclaim our womanhood and the femininity and to... Not make excuses and not feel guilt and shame for the choices that we made, and then to Fine. be able to let go of the things that we're holding on to. Um, and one of the one of the biggest things is being able to going back to co- communication because we're in combat. We're in combative instances with our men. Yes. We are constantly cool. comparing pain. Well, my pain is worse than your pain. No, sure. you can't talk about pain because I'm I'm hurting. And so we're constantly going back and forth with our men and then it becomes a moot conversation because nobody's willing to say, well, hey, I respect your pain and I see your pain. I got pain too. Let's figure out how we can get out of it. No, we're too busy comparing pain. We're too busy saying, well, you did this and your man did this and your kind did this and then we lose because right. we were not designed to be a part. We were, I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Hancock. Yeah, You see, it, you, it's like no matter what, they always found each other. They always came back together. And together they were really powerful and for a little while. But she had the power to make him weak and she had the power to make him strong. Right. It's, it's very symbolic. There's times when as women we need to know how to pull back. We're in pain too, but our, 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 our nature is to nurture.
1: So sometimes oh we have to
4: nurture through our pain in order to get to our healing.
1: Wow, And it doesn't, oh, wow. Mean, it doesn't mean that
4: we hang on and become, you know, whipping posts for anybody, but sometimes we're the soft touch. And sometimes, I mean, because I'm, I'm almost six foot tall, and my tongue is sharp as anyone. woman. Yeah, I can slice tall. you. However, however, <laughs> I know that my looks affect my man in a certain way. I know yeah. that my words have the power to break him or send him out into the world whole and feeling secure. Because men like to feel secure, too. They want to know that their home is taken care of. And when they come home, they want to be able to lay their head on the chest and not worry that she's going to stab him in the back or punch him in the face and tell him Mm -hmm. about her day and the pain and and then tell him that he doesn't have a right. Because oftentimes, they don't have a right to want softness. And they don't have a right to be weak in a moment or they don't have a right to be vulnerable or say, hey, mm-hmm. I don't have the answers. But if we open up ourselves and, and allow our vulnerab- vulnerability to shine through and we give our man a space for him to be vulnerable, that is some of the most powerful connecting that you could ever do in a relationship. And we form powerful bonds that it becomes us against the world instead of us against each other.
0: Right. 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 This is t 25 Galaxy Talk Radio, I think we have another caller on the line. I, 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 you know, I'm thinking it might be that guy that we was talking about because, you know, it's been kind of late and somebody's going to call <laughs> right now. I don't know. I'm just trying to predict it. You know, I've just got a good intuition. I don't know. But if this might be a fresh caller. Who's on the line? Do you have any questions to the guests about our subject tonight? I know you just came in. you probably been listening
3: on the radio. What's your name and where you call from? Oh I Yikes. think they uh, I think they went silent. Okay, it's all right. It's all right though. Listen in. Uh
0: take your notes and just call me in the morning because I know it's got to be somebody yeah. I know. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like, oh, anyway Compton something po- Huh? Go ahead. Oh, okay. This Compton Politics this is from Mr. Murphy, host of Compton Politics, it's t 25 five dot com. to Talk Radio. What this is, this is a twenty four hour Radio Network, you can hear and listen to all the music that you listen to any other radio stations. This is a worldwide distribution company online. We sell. You can sell your CDs if you're an artist, if you're a performer, if you have movies, or DVDs, and literature that you're trying to just get rid of around the world. This is another mechanism of what they have out there. I think we're going to pass them up in about another six months. We're going to, You can get the app on your phone, T25CL.com app on your telephone so you can actually listen to this radio show while you drive your car, while you're in your office and bored. You, you can to listen to the same old radio station, the same old DJ. You can tune in to this content politics, pull it up, play it in front of your classmates, your church. Um, you can even become a member. Register online. Become a, a, a T25 a registered member, you know, where you can just get all the information about what we're about. Um, this is a great company. Uh, like I like to say it is a black-owned company, which uh, need to be known all over the world. Uh, we know um, let support let support what we need to support. You know, let's make this network one of the biggest networks in the world. The only way we're going to be able to do that is we come up with these good topics like we're doing. And we're able to help change the world, change people's minds, body, and soul. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and just be preaching like that. I just wanted to say my little spit. A little get down because you know how I am. Hello, am
2: Yes. You know? Do you mind if I say something before I depart because it's, it's, it's late here in Mississippi? And I have oh, students, that I, I just want to, you know, pay homage to you guys. She's phenomenal, and I want to let her know that if I could be a vessel or if she and I can do something cross-culturally, I'm all the way in Mississippi, but there's a lot of women here that's in pain, that's single. And, you know, statistically, Mississippi is always known to be at the bottom of the totem pole for everything from obesity to mm-hmm. the childhood pregnant the teenage pregnancy rate. We're always at the bottom and mm-hmm. also there are so many single women here, professional, educated, and just totally by themselves. And I don't want to get it misconstrued before I leave here that we're happy about it. I want The night in Charmian Armor. I don't want to be masculine all the time. I want to be feminine. I love the way I look. You know, it's not being arrogant. This is who God created me to be. (laughs) I want to be held. I want to be hugged. I don't want to be in power all the time. I don't want to be in control. I want that man, and I am willing to work on myself. And that is exactly why I'm glad that I did, you know, participate in the call. She's helping me and in whatever information that she needs about my background. And so you make sure you give it to her and maybe she and I can kind of, you know, get together with one another. And you would be surprised how we as women can build a coalition together. And I just want to thank you for inviting me. And I want to thank your guests. You know, so far she's been phenomenal and I really enjoyed myself and I will like to Stay in contact. And thank you guys so much. I have students in the morning. I teach high school, so you know what that entails. And I want to tell everyone thank you so much. But there are women out here. We don't want to be masculine. I don't want to be a man. I love being a woman, I love lipstick. I do. <laughs> so, Miss
4: Rhonda, Miss Rhonda, I, I definitely am interested
2: in. Yeah,
3: So
4: let me, if you, let me give you my email, and then um, Lorenzo can give you my phone number off air. Sure. Um, sure. Thank you. Okay. Um, my email. If you email me at unsungwoman. U n U-N-S-U-N, s u n like Nancy G. Hey. Dot com. I'm sorry, unsung woman. Um. At gmail dot com. So I'll say that again. Unsung woman.
2: Got you. Got you. Okay. I got you.
4: And then I have I have a group on Facebook, so also just find me, um, friend me on Facebook, and then um, we'll we'll get together.
2: And what was your full name again? I'm sorry.
4: Um, Tiffany Rochelle, R A S H E L. That's the way you'll find me.
2: Okay. Well, thank you, Tiffany. It was a pleasure. And, Lorenzo, thank you so much. This Mississippi young lady, this girl, they call y'all down here, have really enjoyed herself on Compton Politics. Who would have bumped it, as they say. Well, thank you so much, you guys, and good night. All right,
0: thank you. Good thank you. Thank you, thank you. Good
2: night. Lorenzo, please, let me interrupt.
3: I have to get off here now. I thank you. I thank the guests. Lorenzo, thank you so much. This was so enlightening. So refreshing um to realize that I wasn't crazy and there was something going on. <laughs> okay. No, you're not crazy. It, so much. It strengthened okay. me as a man.
1: Yeah. As i, I it, it, okay.
3: it 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 strengthened me as a man this this topic we covered today. And I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Will, you will hear from me again. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, take care now. All right, all right. You see, you see how that affects the
0: country politics, what it brings, what T 25 brings to the table, it brings change. It's like we had church tonight. It's not like I didn't read the scripture tonight for real. It's like, man, we didn't even mention God and Jesus, but we're gonna have to mention them before we end because that's what made it happen for us tonight. You know what I mean? Um I'm not saying, you know, if you're not whatever, but that's what I believe in. I believe in prayer. You know, and I just want to thank everybody. Uh, my mother wouldn't have had heart surgery. Um Last week I put a post up on Facebook, I'm not lying, and in 24 hours she had 280 likes. She had 150 comments. I mean, that's within 24 hours. I mean, this network stuff really works if you're a good person, if you know how to work this stuff. Uh, I didn't even leave my house, but I was still able to have 200, 280 people from all over the world to 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 um, comment and like that's really 400, really 400 in like, 24 hours to put it all together. And I'm just, you know, in, in politics is almost the same way. Robin Corner is the same way. uh show uh, is the same way. We're just, it's just about empowering, believing, being a part of, uh, of change in society in the best way you can. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to do my part and be a part of change and be a part of history the best way I can. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to go big time. I'm not trying to, you know, be a billionaire, which I need the money, but it's really just trying to uh, um, help the right people that need the help. Cause everybody out here that won't help. That's the whole key about it. you got to be able to articulate the right people that want to help and teach the ones that want to go out and, and deliver the message. So I'm sure the ones that have been off the phone, I'm sure they're going to go pass the message out um, to their people because they're excited. And, you know, we're touching people's you People, you're changing people's lives over the phone. Do you understand that? You are changing lives over the phone, and and it's just a, a, a profound situation where we just need to really take advantage of everything we can be a part of as far as change. Uh really, I don't have anything more else to say. Really, uh, anybody have any closing words they want to say? Uh, Timothy, um, anything to close out? Uh, Robin. Yeah, we have
1: Andre. Andre's still on the line. Um, we had a caller from Florida. There's two callers from Florida. I know one is Tiffany, but I don't know who the other one is.
0: Oh, that one might be. Uh, there's a couple of people calling from Florida, maybe. It could be four okay. people calling from Florida that I do All know. Right. I know they yeah. So uh, if we go to them and ask them if they want to speak one more time, they might want to just say hello, hi, and say their name. And but if not, we because it ain't gonna never hurt to try. You know, to ask them one more time so they want to say something. Because they're still on the line. So it must be something about this conversation for them to still be on the line. Call up on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
3: So exactly.
0: if you give your name, just give us your opinion on what you feel about the conversation. If you're not, I just want to thank you for calling in. Just for even listening in on this, you know, this conversation. That's really important if you're listening. Uh, I hope you're taking notes, and I hope this did help you with a situation in your life. So uh, if you don't want to speak, we understand that. This has come from politics. I want to go back to the guest that are do her closing about what she's doing, how she's doing it, how you can contact her because she is a professional and what she do, and she will do she does do house calls, okay she does house calls she's just not <laughs> talking on the radio. she really go out and she will come to you and help you uh uh and any she's a um a crisis expert okay an abandonment expert to me, so she's a person to deal with. See if anybody like to do the the, the closing, I'm gonna shut down. But I would like for you to close. Uh, and hey, that's just about it with Thompson politics. I just like to guess to <laughs> the close. anybody have anything else to say, you can go ahead and say it, and I can end it. Uh, Chief, are you still there?
3: I'm still here. It's a great show. It was and a
4: great going. time to you know. It, it was able to you know just get a lot of stuff out there, and sometimes that's the importance of words. But we don't know where we think that we're just in the flow of our regular thought process and conversation. But it helps people, it heals people, and it gives people the freedom to say, OK, I want to make a change. So um, the, thing that, the thing that I would like to say is I believe in support, I believe in affiliation, I believe in collaboration. So I do spend a lot of time with Lorenzo, and he, you know, he's not just saying I'm his partner because I came on the show today. We really, we ride together. (laughs) We roll together. And I want to thank him for allowing me to talk about what I'm doing. And the biggest thing that's going on right now, for anybody that's in this earshot, is that I am going to South Africa. Right now I am um, doing a GoFundMe campaign because part of my trip to South Africa is I have to pay for all of my way. It covers my airfare food, it covers the training, it covers the materials that I'm able to take with me, and that enables us to give the, the um, coursework to the students for free. So I'll be working with about 60 young adults age 18 to 26 in South Africa for, um, in Cape Town in Johannesburg, and it, it's an amazing gift, but that's my contribution, but I need help to make it a reality. Again, women are oppressed. There's a 70% unemployment rate amongst young adults in South Africa. And so I, I'm just excited to be able to go and make a change in the life across the globe. And any help that I can get, I appreciate it. You can look at it at um, www.gofundme.com forward slash send to Africa. Again, that's www.gofundme.com forward slash send to Africa. No amount is too small. You can do it anonymously, $2, $200, whatever's in your heart. There's nothing. Um, every little bit helps, and it will help you. This will be your contribution to educating, empowering, and providing a better life for um, young people around across the globe. So thank you. That's, uh, oh, and just for regular to contact me, I, my, um, you can get me on unsungwoman at gmail.com, unsungwoman at gmail.com, and you can also find me on Facebook, Tiffany Rochelle Life Design. So those are those are my things, and I thank you again for allowing me to spend this time with you this
3: evening.
0: No problem, no problem. you have anything to say, Roslyn, or the chief?
2: Yeah, Andre.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I just think as far as these relationship issues, you know, we just had to keep working on them because we've been working on them for four, about 400 years in this country. And it's and things just change, you know, economics change, the science of the times change, the politics change, the laws change, and we have to evolve and grow and develop as the world changes here in this country. So it's just still a work in progress. And we just have to keep working hard until we can get it right. And so but with um with sisters like Sister Tiffany and then brothers out there as well. We can uh, work this situation out and get it right, but we have to do it maybe one step at a time. And also, Sister Tiffany, when are you going to South Africa?
4: Um, I'll be leaving October the sixth, and I'll be there until the twenty-first. So I'll be in Johannesburg, and um, yeah, it's I'll be teaching for a couple couple hours every day. There's about four. There are four of us that are that were accepted invited and accepted to go and so mm-hmm. it, it really is an honor to be able to bring um the principles that we each have to people who are hungry for it and need it to make a change in their life as well
3: mm-hmm. okay. keep, like... us, keep us posted on that okay
1: most
4: definitely thank you chief
1: well, well, hi, Robin. you have anything to say Oh, It's been uh, another great show, Lorenzo, um, and Ms. Tiffany. It's always a pleasure to listen to you as well with your expertise and knowledge. And, of course, you know, as a woman, I'm, I'm definitely going to tap into you know, um, what you have to share. Um, but, again, it's been a great show, and I know we have more shows to go because, you know, it continues on. Everything evolves, and I look for everything that's been shared tonight to even evolve into other things.
0: Yes, yes. I just want to thank everybody for calling in. Um, Stay tuned for next week. It's going to be a wonderful next next week. Uh, There's really just nothing I have to say anymore because I'm burnt out. I'm tired and I'm just excited. I'm going to sit back and lay back and brainstorm about what I was hearing tonight and uh, just try to make it happen for myself, you know, still try to stay positive and try to just stay godly, you know, godful, godful, I mean, you know, and then just just keep, the positive and keep on hanging around and keep on having positive people like y'all in my life that supports on what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. Without y'all, uh, it wouldn't be me. You know what I mean? Without friends like y'all, who would I be? Um, and I just want to just thank y'all for supporting me and believing in me on this manner of, of through these crises of hardship to, for everybody. It's not easy for everybody. I mean, even people with money I know is going through problems. So let's just stay prayed up. Let's believe in each other. Let's encourage each other. And let's support each other. Because all we have is just us. Just us. And that's all we have. So I'll be shutting down with the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Compton.
1: Compton. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good
4: night. Good night.